0: Citizen Theatre acknowledges First Nations sovereignty and recognises the continuing connection to lands, waters and communities by traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures, and to Elders both past, present and future. Welcome to the Citizen Theatre Podcast, where creatives come together to talk about what moves them. Come with me, Thomas Parrish, on CT's journey of continuing to create curious and socially conscious new and existing work, making you think by making you feel. Today's conversation is with Freya Pratt and Jack Wunsch, where we discuss acting school, imposter complexes, and get some very engaging anecdotes. Hello and welcome back to the Citizen Theatre Podcast. I am here with Freya and Jack. How are you, Freya?
1: I'm, you know, I'm pretty good. Pretty good, Thomas. How are you?
0: (laughs) Good, thanks. And how are you, Jack? I'm all right. I'm living with my parents again, so it's going well. <laughs> mm, yay. Right, we've had in-depth discussions home, about living with our parents mm. before. Oh.
1: Well, I'm locked out of my home state, so I wouldn't know anything about that.
0: What is your own Well, state? I was going to be, and now w- I, I drove up to make sure that didn't happen.
1: <laughs> so proactive.
0: Oh, I know. So both Jack and Freya are citizens of Citizen Theatre. They work with... Well, you are both currently going to be in Mara, is that correct? Yes. I mean, when it when yes. it happens, but yes. Yeah, and you were in Forgotten Places wait. together in Kingston. Yes, that's where Freya and I began our love that affair. That's where the love story began. Oh, my God.
1: I it's true.
0: <laughs> it's true, though. I remember when, you first, when I first met you, I was like, who is this, like, threateningly... Tall woman who's like because <laughs> I was like the tallest person there,
1: and yeah, then you came fray. in with
0: like with your like fun energy, and I was like, "Who is she?" But you know, she's stealing your thunder. She's well, she still is to this day
1: <laughs> stealing the tall thunder even now. That <laughs> we've got down.
0: paired together for everything because of our height <laughs> <laughs> and That's our bodies,
1: true. and obviously my dancing capabilities, which you're pretty. Yes, this is true. Triple by. pirouettes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: So you're both BCA grads too, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: But different yes, worlds. I am. Yeah, so Frey, what did you do?
1: Oh, I did acting. I graduated in 2011 when you guys were, like, five years old or something.
0: <laughs> it's true. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, so I did a Bachelor of Dramatic Art, as it was then known.
0: Ah, so it wasn't a Bachelor of Fine Art.
1: No, it was its own Bachelor of, yeah, Dramatic Art and then parentheses acting closed close.
0: I feel like I like that title better than what we Me got Tom. too I feel I robbed. feel like
1: it's better Yeah cuz you were all fine if really with you with your brackets right
0: I feel like most yeah. people like there's that common joke of like a bachelor of arts is useless but I feel like a bachelor of fine arts like that's the next Even level more of... useless Yeah <laughs> it's so specific like specifically. <laughs> what is fine useless? art Well because my really... art's fine Yeah and back in New South Wales I knew a bachelor of fine arts to be associated with visual art Oh, is it? Mm. I don't, yeah, well, I don't know. I'm fairly I'd, sure. I'd, I'd I could be wrong. Like UNSW, I think when... You, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Research. We got our respective degrees.
1: <laughs> got our degrees. And deal with you it. You guys are living with your parents. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <good. laughs> so what did you enjoy,
0: Freya, about your degree that you did?
1: Um, VCA was pretty much my... Spiritual awakening, I guess you could say. I moved from Perth to, to do it, so um, I was a fresh-faced, twenty-year-old when I began, and I loved pretty much everything about it um, to begin with. <laughs> uh, no, it was it was it was great. It's like the the immersive kind of. Um, this is sponsored by city, uh, by University of Melbourne, by the way. Or... <laughs> Melbourne, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, um, yeah. Like the fact that I mean, I got to do what I wanted to do all day nine to six was just mind-blowing really so and the people the people actually was the greatest thing for me the the family that you kind of uh become a part of in your company and in the in the greater um acting department and whatnot was Mm. the best thing for me the people the people for sure and
0: so jack you you know graduated
1: 2017
0: correct uh, yeah, that was... Oh, yes. Yes, I did graduate in 2017 with my fine arts degree. Uh, it, was and just it was music okay.
1: theatre.
0: Yeah, it was music theatre. Um, and I loved it. It was, yeah, it was, it was so great. I mean, I same as Freya. I was, I think when I was graduating high school, which, you know, isn't that long ago, um, mm-hmm. I kind of was like, I don't know, I, I had applied for only music theatre and, like, acting schools. And the idea of, like, that was kind of all I wanted to do nine to five. Like, I, the idea of going to uni and doing a, another, like, business studies-esque like course that I did in year 12 was, like, actual torture to me. Even though I, like, I really liked business studies, I was like, I can't do that every day. Mm. Um, so when I went to VCA, it was like, oh, I I it wasn't a chore and I looked forward to going there. Of course, there were times where I thought, like, I'm, I'm terrible and I should never come back and I'm, you know, I'm a joke and I should never have gotten into this course and everyone goes through those ups <laughs> and downs of like confidence <laughs> and when will I be found out? Yeah. Um, but I, but I'm a yeah, fraud. I loved it. Yeah, actually, like, I feel like everyone goes through that. It's always, you know, everyone's like, in second year, that's when you're going to doubt yourself. I hate that conversation so much. And everyone says it to you. And no matter what uni you go to, it's always yeah. like second years when you find yourself, second years when they break you down, when they get in your head. I now have like a spiel that I give all like first and second years about that and I say like it's all in your head because exactly Mm. what you just said like people tell you that so it actually is just a construct that people have created that is now instilled on arts degrees and well specifically I think um, for acting training. Yeah, so I, yeah. I now tell them not to. So I'm hoping that we can break that barrier and stop Well, yeah, I think it's like, I think it's just silly and it's unhelpful. I think second oh, year is what well, I personally found at the hardest year because you mm. are, everyone, all your teachers and like lecturers know you by that point And they're kind yeah. of like, okay, these are the things you're good at. Who cares about them? Let's work on the things you're not good at and kind of, you know, improve you in that way. And obviously working on things you're not good at never makes you feel super great about yourself until you eventually master it.
1: Yeah, so I think that
0: that's kind of where that you know that perception comes from. Yeah, and I think particularly um, for people who come straight out of high school into those degrees too. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, especially from like you know privileged backgrounds. And I'm not afraid yeah. to you know admit that I came from a pretty privileged background. I do, I do think you know I didn't I didn't struggle with it as much as other people did. But that's yeah. not like you know, it's, it's it, each and every person has their own sort of reaction to it. Yeah. But yeah so how were you both brought into citizen because you I mean obviously you graduated from Der- oh well Freya you knew Jade is that correct from back in the day
1: yeah Jade um <clears throat> excuse me Jade was uh the same year level as me um but she was studying music theatre so I met Jade uh I don't know how we even met but we sort of just came to know each other like music theatre and acting we were sort of you know Cousins. What's your, what's your as first the memory birth. of her, Freya? <laughs> oh, um, yeah.
0: Sorry, I'm just don't hijacking. No, do it. You can host Jack. I'll just do it.
1: being cute, <laughs> being cute at parties and being weird. And that's why I liked her so much. I like,
0: want to see Jade oh at a party. <laughs> oh
1: my God. Just being cute, I mean, you know, like, you know weird, that kind of like, party that I mean. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just actually, do you know, I'm not even, I'm not even, but like, actually, the. F- Biggest, most profound memory that I have of Jade, their most initial, like, oh, that's Jade Kirchett, was when she was actually presenting her autonomous project, which I believe was the kernel for the beginning of Mara Corpor.
0: No way. It was Full this, circle.
1: Yeah, it was this, like, strange kind of, all I remember are the lyrics to the song were, like, it was a birthday and they were sort of, like, very angular and it was like merry berthard day merry berthard day and like oh my you know, god and so on yeah yeah but that i remember watching all the autonomous pieces and being like oh god no, offense, guys, I hope guys. she like, listens oh, music, to this and hears this because theater. it's so funny yeah i was like oh god music so i don't think have you gonna told gonna her gonna that i'm gonna do i'm sure i have yeah i definitely have um That's amazing but, and then, like all the music theatre pieces, and I was like, "Yeah, cool. Like you guys sing, and there's some kind of love story. Like that's that's, really cool. like, that's sort of what,
0: what <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Me. <laughs> they meet, they thought, disagree with to begin with, and then they're in love.
1: <laughs> and probably like the guy tries to explain something to the woman. I don't know. And who, I was like, about saying It's
0: probably a straight story." <laughs> <yeah>. So true.
1: <laughs> Extremely straight. Oh my god, the straightest. Oh my god. And then Jade's piece, and it was like this weird kind of. Well, German sort of vibe, merry birthday day, like really strange. And I was like, is that music theater? Yeah. <laughs> what? Hang on, what? Like that, yeah. And mm. then I just remembered that ever since and being like, that that girl's got a, got a brain that's strange and I like it. And yeah, that was my main memory of Jade all throughout BCA was that weird piece.
0: <laughs> and what about you, Jack? Did you ever get taught by Jade? No. I actually never... Oh, you know what? I never got officially taught by her, but we did... In our third year, we did a production of Company, which is, you know, Stephen Sondheim's work about people who were in their mid-30s to 40s, and we were all... So you. Yeah, so literally... <laughs> I played Harry, who I'm assuming is, like, kind of mid to late 30s, maybe early 40s. I was just... <laughs> We, all, we were all playing these people much older than us and the director was like, you know, that's not really what the story's about, which is true, but I don't know. I always felt like once again, a bit of a fraud <laughs> playing someone much older than me. It's a running thing. Um, yeah, but Jade, assistant, directed that and that's kind of when I got to first work with Jade. And if anyone knows Company well, there's like this karate scene for um, my character who was Harry and my, the um, character who plays my wife, Sarah, and we, I kind of got to work with Jade on that because we had this amazing fight um, choreography. I think it was Lyndall. Did you work with Lyndall at um, Freya when you were when Lyndall
1: in... Grant. Mm, I yes. think
0: so. Yeah. Oh, I'm so I, sorry, Lyndall, if I, you're listening.
1: I think she started. I think she taught the year below. Actually, no, I know. I know she taught the year below us, but I never mm. worked with her, which I'm disappointed by because well, I she was she's she was great. Yeah, and we I got like, to work with her all these vivid amazing life.
0: throws and stuff. Mm. It was super cool. Then Jade was was kind of um, overseeing that and assistant directing the whole piece, which was cool. Um, And then I sort of, I actually don't remember, like, that I was super involved with Jade and her world. But I remember when we finished uni, I remember she asked me if I wanted, she she said she was starting kind of group training because Citizen Theatre was already a thing. Um, and she'd done a few productions here and there, like a few projects. Um, mm. And she was like, we're starting group training and I'd love you to be a part of it because I think your brain kind of works similarly to mine. And I didn't really know what that meant at the time until I kind of got <laughs> into training, to which I was like, I don't think our brains work super similarly, but I love what this is about because Jade's got a whole like, I don't know, a whole village in there of little minions carrying out her strange little dreams that, <laughs> <laughs> that I just don't have in my brain. But that's I love being so one of those on. minions.
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: So yeah, that's how I kind of found myself in it. And then Freya, you came on much later, or well, not much later, but you know, I think it was a, I had taken time off. I'd come back, and you were yeah, one of the new and then members. Yeah, I came back
1: from tour. Yeah, that's right. I did actually. Jay directed me in a show in two thousand and fourteen, uh, but it, it was Citizen actually. I guess it was Citizen, but it, it, before what that, the company was. It was, it was called Crestfall. It's a, um, a three-hander by Marco Rao, an Irish playwright. Mm. It's sort of essentially three monologues by three different women in this mm. sort of small uh, uh, backwater in Ireland, basically, and the way their stories intertwine. It's really beautiful, really rich text. And uh, I don't want to say, I definitely don't want to say it was her directorial debut but it was early on it really was early on and it is a dense like it's dense text mm. you know and to <laughs> text sorry to yeah. say, uh, <laughs> my roof of my mouth just fell out um, and yeah it, it, was, it was like really a challenging piece and th- yeah three three monologues just like three slabs of text on stage like we're not even interacting with each other you know except for what's been said before and what will be said in future
0: yeah that's hard and Jay,
1: yeah, really hard. And we did it as a double bill. Um, and I was cool. also in the other show. Yeah, so that was a lot. So we did like one and then interval She's and She's the an other. overachiever. <laughs> what can I say? I just uh, can't <laughs> get enough. And,
0: uh, <laughs> can't get enough of Jade. Yeah,
1: can't get enough of Jade, you know? Yeah. And so that piece was, that was when she first ever like directed me and we sort of went from being... Friends that wanted to work together to actually collaborating on something, mm. and then I went on tour for a million years, and then came back, and yes, then I started going to training, which I was very intimidated by because you. I remember had all I was there together. at your first
0: training session. Me too, but oh, you didn't seem intimidated.
1: You that's so, so cool. But I just seemed angry, like I was. <laughs> you were throwing a be. lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was confusing. Smashing mirrors, like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's like yeah. she's so got how some would demons. you each
0: describe training to someone who has no idea what we're talking about? Jack, how about you start? Um, okay. Well, the minions analogy <laughs> we get you into it. <laughs> but essentially, I mean when we first started, we were kind of developing our own. It sounds a little wanky. Can I say wanky on this? Yeah. Okay, great. It sounds a little wanky to say we're kind of developing our own technique um, or like body of exercises repertoire um, Mm. and making it up as we went along kind of from Jade's head and and the great thing about Jade is that she's very collaborative so we were kind of throwing in our input um, and turning it into different, we started with kind of like walks and things like, yeah, walks, worlds and exercises we could kind of i don't even know mold to what we wanted them to be Mm. um but once again i feel like (laughs) as we are all figuring out with this whole zoom world and online world you kind of have to be there to experience it um it's yeah it's kind of it's kind of hard to explain but i suppose if you're in the room just know that it's not what you would expect it to be (laughs) yeah what about you i think jade jade always sort of yeah gives you an intro of like, it'll be different and you know, just write it, which is fun. But yeah, Freya, I suppose it would have been different for you coming in later.
1: (laughs) Totally, yeah, it was, I remember coming in and being like, Jay being like, come along, come to this thing, like I really want to, and I'm like, yep, 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 I'll come, I'll come. And then like, in I go and I felt, first of all, pretty far out of my own, well, I was quite a long way out of VCA at that stage. And because I guess you'd all worked together, they very much felt like a whole a whole world that I was sort of unclear on how to access. But then, like that's the greatest thing about Citizen, I think, is that it can it can feel like that, and that one minute and then you're in straight away because mm. ultimately it doesn't matter, and like nothing is wrong, and that sort of trust and um, uh, yeah, the, the the holding of space for like just try this. Who knows what that's gonna be like? Okay, let that go, move on. Like that yeah. is so liberating. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, but how would I describe the training? I, I don't actually don't know how to describe it. Like yeah, Jay being the like, same. what if it was this? Think through your liver and like things that you're like, cool, yeah, <laughs> but how? Yeah, and then you actually. try, and then it's like, get out of your head though. And you're like, sure, we'll do. Um yeah. So just just trying weird things and making very strange sounds and then going down that garden path and seeing It's that
0: teacher. kind of like that idea of like make the bold offer and like no one. Mm. And I actually, I've never felt like I will be judged at yeah, all. Absolutely. Like it's always mm-hmm. like if I make this, like it, it'll be fun and it's always something super playful to build upon with the rest of the group. But mm. I think when someone new comes in, I always, in my head, which I should probably not do, but I always kind of put myself in their shoes and I'm like, imagine what they're seeing right now. Like it's not, <laughs> <laughs> and I, and from that perspective, I still never feel judged, but I'm always like, they, I wonder what they must be thinking of like, Oh my God, this is never, you know, I've never done stuff like this before. And it's, the thing is it's not mm. for everyone, but it, you know, we stay because we like it and mm. it serves us to a degree and we enjoy it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like the absurdity of it is so playful. Um, but it, I suppose it can seem, I mean, for me, I, I get frustrated, but I also love that frustration because I'm just on the flip side of that frustration is hilarity. So I'm like, mm. I'm always in it for that kind of like, over that little lump. Yeah. Um, This sounds very abstract, which it is. It's extremely abstract training. So this yeah, is a suitable cool conversation to have around it, I think. Uh, yeah. And like the playfulness of it, I think, can be missed unless you have a similar sense of humour, which...
0: A hundred percent. And I think do. of what you're saying, like there is so much joy in it. Even if it's something like there is a world that, you know, I say world is like an atmosphere that we would create in Citizen, but if if there's a world that's kind of sombre or angry or has some sort of tone around it, Mm. there's always some sort of like knowing wink we all have with each other because we're creating it together and we don't know where it's going to go. And I think I've said that Jade asked me like, you know, what did that feel like before when we were creating a world? And I think I said the most exciting to me is not knowing where we're going to end up and at the end we go well that was it that's what that is now even though we had no idea what would be when we started yeah well I remember when we were doing when I first did Forgotten Places before you two did it we Mm. were creating Jade had like this idea where she wanted to like make it rain in some way she wasn't sure how anyway and then we just started indoors (laughs) yeah indoors and then we um started with this exercise like she had heard of some thing that people do like like group clapping or rubbing together and it sounds like rain and um how to make that happen and it was literally an exercise that like we were just doing an exercise and then she's like i think that's the piece <laughs> and then it was like it's you're right it's like this weird thing where everyone goes let's just try something and then somehow that suddenly becomes something very different to what it, maybe it originally was and then it's the thing that she wants or what we want Mm.
1: Mm. There's a lot of accidental and
0: stumbling upon things, yeah. which is
1: great. <laughs> yeah, well, I love that about. I really love that about Jade being like, "No," or just being like, "Yeah, that's it." Like, uh, you never really feel like you're striving to anything because it's in the exploration, and that's mm. so 100%. enjoyable as an artist. Yeah, yeah, it's really. Like, you and feel like and you're on you're the flip side, for an outcome. Yeah, and
0: on the flip side too, I think you're about to say it too. It's that same thing where she'll be like, "No, that is not it." cool uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's no shame in that
1: yeah, yeah and there's no totally. shame in
0: anyone doing it like you could be any collaborator in the process and just be like that mm-hmm. was definitely yeah wrong. that's definitely not <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so what was the experience like for forgotten places in Kin- kingston for you two
1: it was cute as
0: <laughs> it was it was pretty cute i mean <laughs> like on a personal cute. level i feel like that's where like you and I kind of got to know each other the most which was a Definitely. bit cute don't make me cry um but um no it was super cool I think we were a bit um Freya, Freya and I specifically because we didn't do the first one because Willow did the first one didn't she yes yeah so there was it was only the two of us that had never sort of done A Forgotten Places before um mm-hmm. but I think the the subject matter and the theme of it being kind of sci-fi otherworldly was kind of fun and I had a lot of fun learning about um, space like I watched all these documentaries which sounds super lame but it was really really fun and I, I always watch whenever I learn about space or watch documentaries about space and other planets I have this like great feeling of like insignificance yeah and my yeah. ego is always slightly bruised by it because I'm like what I do actually doesn't matter Like <laughs> it's so overwhelming to I think we we probably talked about this a few times while we were doing it, but it's so overwhelming to be like, there is so much that we don't know. And this like, just this massive idea of space and what is out there beyond our own Mm. realm of like being able to comprehend these borders that we have around our little world. Like there's so much beyond that. And Mm. watching all these documentaries, I was like, I just can't, I think I watched like three hours of the planets in one night and was like I just can't
1: <laughs> comprehend all
0: this. Yeah. even like things like space time like I still am trying to wrap my head around that I remember Jade explaining that for at least 20 minutes and I was just like that's not <laughs> important the thing is that we give like you know the audience the essence of what that is so I did a whole movement piece on being space time and and I'm a fraud I don't know what I
1: was doing <laughs> that's amazing your space blanket oh yeah my space yeah blanket. it was it was such an interesting process as well, because I mean like we had like pieces together. We had our solo pieces and we had like yeah. ones as a group. So a lot of the creation of it was, it felt really like one-on-one with Jade a lot of the time. Mm. So in terms of like working together, that was really exciting. Cause by the time it came to doing the pieces, it was still like, oh, how's it gonna go? Like yeah. not in like an, uh, yeah, not necessarily in like an under rehearsed way, but rather getting to know each other as people Mm. and then just being like we kind of know well we know what our own solo pieces are and then all of a sudden it's like here we go we're in the space we're doing this thing and it's an immersive piece so like you're not just on stage and then you know the you know you're like they're everywhere so yeah everywhere (laughs) but um uh yeah the the content yeah the space theme was just could not have been more like the vibe in terms of what i was was so fun to play with still so much fun and like and and because it's immersive the audience
0: really responds to anything sort of like tactile and and like the lighting was super cool i mean that's like Mm. a hallmark of what citizen is i would say is known for now is like light always super cool lighting and Mm. ways of dressing the space and stuff like that um Mm. but it was so cool as a performer to like live in that little world and just play have this like playground of like cool weird lights and yeah.
1: They're imagining. And, the, and the kids like loved it too. So like nice. kids that came oh, it.
0: live in it. Oh, isn't it the most beautiful thing to have kids at a Forgotten Places performance? Oh Yeah. yeah. We recycled one of those like like, imperative. Yeah. One of the things we did was we recycled that parachute thing we uh, did in yeah. Forgotten Places one, which was still mm. like, you know, kind of appropriate to space, I guess. And we I had know. lots of kids underneath <laughs> it and like all these like low budget I call it like low budget um, Like, low-budget, like, dynamics and lighting and, you know, low-budget spectacle, I usually call it. Um, And all these, like, you know, $5 tricks were just like, oh, my God, put, you know, Mm. like, dim the lights a little bit so they can't see the fake strings and everyone's amazed.
1: (laughs) And, like, put to Imo's music, like, being able Mm. to explore that, like, with this kind of incredible ethereal sort of, oh, yeah. It was really, I think, way... I found it actually like a lot more moving than I n- necessarily like anticipated at the beginning. Me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, really incredible. I think because it's like, is this a show? Like, is this a show? You know? Yeah. And you're is like, there oh, message, this is a show. You know? Yeah. Like, what is it? So this is a show. Like, even though you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like doing this weird thing where I'm jumping around on a space hopper and I'm like pretending yeah. to like had my arms ripped off by ropes on Mercury or whatever the case.
0: Yeah. Cause for anyone like, who yeah, didn't cool see it, it was kind of variety <laughs> style. Like it was this yeah. weird.
1: Yeah. A variety. Amalgamation
0: of acts. Yeah. A variety. Here we are. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was kind of, it was weird thinking of it as a whole piece until we actually did it. And we were like, Oh, this kind of has like a bit of a through line. And <laughs> but
1: it's almost I think like I think someone directed
0: a, it. I know. It's, yeah. As humans, we always search for meaning in things. So even if there is no through line, people will be like, wow, that was a, you know I really moving. felt that yeah yeah <laughs> so this is a bit of a jump in a different direction but Ooh. it's kind of on the same Ooh. line I guess oh it's always on the same line what drew you both to performing arts
1: right, start with it. whoever take jumps them. first Jack Jack what <laughs> so you got Jack
0: um oh, uh what drew me to performing arts um, well, I, I feel like it's the constant story we always hear, but I was super into musicals when I was growing up because my mum would always play them. Um, my mum was like, loved all those like golden age, like Seeing in the Rain and mm. like, there was like Pillow Talkers, I think was a movie with um, Doris Day in it. There were a few ones that we watched over and over. I think my grandma tried to get me onto Cats early on once she found out about Classic. it. And I remember she bought me the DVD of the live recording and I went, I don't like it. <laughs> you know what? I still don't. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that was kind of my, my first foray into it. And then I did, like, some gymnastics at school and lived my camp dreams, you know, doing that. Uh, and I did. Some what did you do dance. in gymnastics? What was your, like... It was, like, it was, it was literally PE, like, PE oh. gymnastics.
1: <laughs> and because
0: I, I was, like, flexible and young and had... And I liked it, like, and we weren't, you know, doing playing football... <laughs> I think I, you know, put all my energy into that and I practiced cartwheels for ages and I was the best cartwheeler in my year for a while. Wow.
1: Lost that title eventually.
0: <laughs> um, but that was kind of where I found my love of like, I don't know, I think movement, I would say movement and performing and, and then, yeah, I just did, I went to performing arts school eventually and, you know, developed that more. So did something change for you to go from like quite classic MT to abstract movement or had you always been kind of drawn to both in different ways? You know what? I think like, I think I've changed a few times since liking or since, you know, discovering my love for performing arts. Like initially I was doing a lot of classical ballet and then eventually I went, that's fun, but I'm not really what I want to do full time. Um, and that was, and then I changed it to music theatre and I was like, I love music theatre. I want to do music theatre every day, blah, blah. And then I, you know, as I went to VCA and saw more independent pieces and went to the Butterfly Club and sort of was introduced to all these little venues that weren't really on my radar. Cause my brain was like Broadway and the West End and Australian music theatre. And that's kind of what I'd been exposed to just via the internet or going mm. to see shows. I was exposed to all these tiny little venues that had different shows on and, I was really vibing that. And to, and it's kind of the things that, and I, I suppose, you know, now thinking about it, that's the things that I like about what we do at Citizen Theatre is this kind of intimate, immersive, or well, sometimes immersive, but there's such a an atmosphere in these little venues where you can create sort of boutique experiences. That sounds a little winky yeah. to say too. Um, but it is, it's kind of like who was there, it was like 60 people and, yeah, whoever was there had that one experience for the night. Whereas I think in, and not that I, you know, not there's anything against it, but in like major musical theatre land or major theatre land at, you know, MTC, there is kind of that emphasis on having that product Yeah. or that kind mm. of consistency. Whereas I think in more independent realms that you can play with it a lot more, not that there isn't a structure, but there's more room to kind of, you know, Dizzy that world a bit, and you can, you know, explore more, which I think is amazing. Like, I that's kind of what's most thrilling to me now is having that autonomy and creativity. And Jade is so collaborative and allows us to have that, which is super fun.
1: Yeah, and that was a really long answer. Yes. <laughs> I loved it.
0: What about you, Freya? Yeah,
1: yeah, I think you really nailed that, Jack. Like, that's that kind of I mean, I'll start from the start. What got me into performing arts? <laughs> Let's start um, from the very beginning it's a very good place to start it's how people do I don't know anyway <laughs> what it is what it was what got me into it I'm not really sure like I think the golden age of like slapstick to be honest like I just yes. couldn't get enough like dorky slapstick banana peel like clowning you know, something <laughs> because that that that's really, something like, that is
0: one of your big skills right Clowning is a oh, big skill. Oh, that of yours. is
1: very kind of you to say. It. Well, it's definitely a passion. Like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't go so far as to say a skill, but something that I'm certainly very drawn to, and that, I think that's why I, I like um, doing theatre for young people because it's it's a vibe. I love to make them laugh, and and mm. they make me laugh, and that's that kind of like irreverent play is mm. so beautiful like to watch and to watch people watching and to see them engaging with I love that so much so yeah I think that's sort of the main thing that goofing around definitely my brother was a huge influence on like making me laugh and that sort of was like oh that was like like, oh this is you you can get paid to do this like kind of you know what I mean it's like (laughs) oh wow like people can do this for a living like you can muck around and that can be your job like that Mm. was kind of the kicker for me, um, initially, and then yeah, I, I um, was kind of a, a weirdly introverted, very shy child. If really? you can believe it, yeah. Um, and I got quite sick, and like I, I think my mum realized it was more psychosomatic. Like I didn't want to go to school. I was very like I had sort of no ex- ability to express myself. So she put me in drama classes, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it really helped me kind of find my place in. The world, um, and it helped me to just express myself and and learn how to connect with people on a level that wasn't my bearing my own self as a chaya mm. person again. They yeah. couldn't believe it, but like I really, yeah, I think that's sort of what unlocked it all for me. And then when I was like, "This is a job, I need to do that as my job because that's a job." How crazy that that's a job? Like someone yeah. doing that job. Mm. So, yeah, that was sort of what got me into it. But in terms of, like, my addiction to independent work or, like, rather more subversive stuff as opposed to the more kind of commercial realm, which obviously has its place too. Similar, like, smaller venues, really, like, punk theatre companies like Hayloft and Black Lung and that sort of thing when I was at VCA, the, like, the ones that were doing shows in, like, alleyways and you didn't know where it was until, like, (laughs) the day before. Like, that kind Mm. of, like
0: so cool anarchist
1: theater yeah it was really exciting and I'm like man I want to do that that is a time
0: do you have anything that you remember seeing in that style of theater that really solidified your love for it is there anything but either of you if you can remember something like
1: that um <laughs> I think I mean Thaestes at, actually, it was at the Malt House. I'm like, smaller punk venues, but like, it was at the Malt House. <laughs> it was, it was in still the a tower, great venue. Is, Unown,
0: completely unknown venues. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah, the Tower in the Malt House, which is their punkest theatre. So, you know. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, Fiesse was, was a big one. Any kind of, like, strange adaptation of a classical text but, like, really messed with was, mm-hmm. was a huge... It was like a way in to what seemed to be a very fixed kind of world to me. Mm-hmm. It was like, I'm going to come in here and, like, colour outside the lines, you know, that sort of, percent. Like, yeah. What about you, Jen? I
0: remember watching um, Maud at uni, Maud Davies, oh, from, yeah. yes. listening, but Maud was kind of my one of my like influences or like not influences because you know (laughs) Maud's amazing does her own thing but I (laughs) one of my sort of introductions and um eye openers to that world I guess and she is so clever I remember just being so taken by her like her intelligence and her way of explaining what she was doing with her own stuff and and she didn't even you know talk about her own stuff that often it was kind of we had a, her for a class, but I was so intrigued by what she created and what she facilitated for all of us doing mm. um, that subject that we did with her. Yeah, she's, she was so great. And I think I, I'd seen a few of her pieces, but I can't really name one specifically that kind of labelled, you know, that in my head. I remember watching one of Maud's pieces, though, and it was for the 50th anniversary of La Mama before it, unfortunately, burned down. Mm. Um, but she... <laughs> did this piece I forgot what it was called but they had this they were doing it in La Mama and she I can't remember I think it was Maud that did it but she got like a chisel and a hammer on the end and she hammered into the wall of La Mama and I was like uh. this is the 50th anniversary like literally, like literally the wall of La Mama and she chipped away at it and had all these like little um like paint chips on the floor and she just held it up in her hand and went 50 years <laughs> as in like all these you know these walls have held 50 years of stories it was so cool and then it may also be well, so i've got oh, sorry, something go to tell you about that no um the tradition <laughs> at la mama for when i was there too is that um the paint that is left in the theater is what you deal with or you repaint it like that's the way it works so oh, you either work cool. with what the show before you did or you repaint it so we had to repaint the whole place black. I think the floor. I think the floor was white before we came in. So maybe it had something to do with that as well, or maybe you right. know, what, maybe it had no meaning. And wait, are you talking that? about the courthouse, Tom? Yeah, I was talking about the courthouse. I don't the know if talking at about the actual. actual yeah, yeah. I'm not I don't sure know if it's, it's the same or not, but I I presume it is. I could be wrong, but yeah, yeah, so, yeah I'm not continue. sure. Anyway, it was like a. It's tiny for anyone who's been there. Fifty years, like this, yeah, fifty mm. years, everyone. And there's this like little at the back on the... If you're facing the stage and you're in the audience, on the back on the left-hand side, there's, like, this little, like, well, or, like, just, like, opening Mm. from the second level. And Maud came down in this, like... She, like... It kind of reminded me of... um, Not Kylie Minogue. Nicole Kidman in... um, moulin rouge coming down on the swing they slowly <laughs> lowered her and they they sprinkled all these little white feathers like that just coming from the sky so there were just feathers dropping around her she was lit from above and she sang life on mars by david bowie oh my god oh, In in this like heaven. soft you know like soft um head voicey airy whispery voice and Maud's like not a singer but it was just the most like captivating Piece, and it was like oh, I was just—it was great. I remember watching that and just being like, "The things you can achieve in these small spaces
1: mm. is literally
0: like—it's uh, just so cool." And then I went home with my best friend um, that night, and we were talking. We we're like, "We would love to do like a cool Edwardian piece, like set in La Mama, in that in the what's now burned down, so it's not going to be possible." <laughs> Anyone who booked your tickets, you'll get a refund. Um, <laughs> but yeah. she, yeah, we, we we walked home, and she was kind of like, "What? What if we did like this like murder mystery where?" there's no audience, I don't have to sit down, and it was kind of, it's like similar to Sleep No More in New York, but you kind of walk around wherever you wanted, and you could even go out to the alleyway and stuff like that, and we were thinking about all these cool opportunities you could use that space for, because it's unlike, you know, that cross-arch theatre, and you're not limited to certain ideas of where light should be, and where the audience should be, and mm. dressing rooms, and backstage, you can't go here, like, there's, everything would be up for up for the taking so it's so Mm. cool and I remember watching that piece and thinking there are so many opportunities in this space that literally accommodates like eight to ten audience members yeah (laughs) yeah, that's kind of you know a a formative memory in my head as to thinking about you know independent theatre I guess okay wait so Freya what have you been doing to keep yourself busy
1: during this time of the pandemic well, Tom, uh, my partner, Jason and I, we run the Motley bar House in Fitzroy North, which is a multidisciplinary art space, which is, there's like gallery for visual art, there's artist studios, there's a bar, and there's a small black box theater. Um, obviously we're shut, um, uh, along with the entire arts industry. Let's not go there. So we're shut, so we're, we've, you know, it's hashtag stay home, etc. Um, but we live next door to it and we have, flatmates who live above the space so we've kind of got our own little artistic community that's still running in a sense just for ourselves so that's kind of keeping us sane so we've been <laughs> having like housemate club nights on a Friday and like <laughs> we, we, we've sectioned it off in our minds so we're like the area with the couch is the speakeasy that's where we do play readings the area with the, ta- <laughs> the table in the window is our cafe that's where we sit and drink coffee um the theater and talk about is, each other and talk about each other and like bitch about the barista you know and um,
0: which is jason and, uh,
1: which is me and like talk about how overpriced the batch brew is and, kind of and then the theater in the back is kind of i'm doing like yoga in there of an afternoon and like grumble boogie in there in the mornings And then it's also our cinema. So it's the Motley Kino. So we're like screening tonight at eight o'clock, you know, Donnie Darker, like whatever we choose to put on, we like put it on a board and be like, we've got to be there. We don't want to miss the previews. Like we're just playing all these insane games. (laughs) That's so much fun. Yeah. It's really nice. Uh, It kind of keeps, it keeps everybody sane. And it means we can kind of create work and, and do play readings, like I said, and, Have a sense of normalcy and try and feel like we're going out when actually we're just moving two metres to the left. Creating
0: your own little world to live in. Sounds fun.
1: Yeah, it's cute. I, I mean, I really wish that the business was still running. But I want a hey, free, we'll not
0: free theatre space, but I want my own theatre <laughs> space.
1: That's not fun. Yeah, I know. If we'd known this was coming, I'd be like, "You, everyone move in, like all my best people move in so we can all play these games together. But mm. unfortunately, I've just got my other best friends. So
0: <laughs> Cool. <laughs> and what about you, Jacko? Yeah. Um, well, I've been seeing my nephew a lot, <laughs> which oh, has been that's great. Nice. I know. And actually it reminded me before, Freya, when you were saying, um, you were saying how you like you like love to make like kids laugh and play with kids. Mm-hmm. I think having him over so much, I'm like, and I literally I just do the stupidest things with him. My dad's found this um song called, and prepare yourself for the title, Mosquito Burrito um and it, and, it, and it sounds like the El the older paso ad the no 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 that whole like it's that it's like this weird like i don't know it's a kid's song but i will literally just have him on my belly and i will hold guy will control his limbs and make him dance because he loves dancing huh. and i've just found like that that is like me my most like playful and stupid it's kind of like training away from you know us doing ct training but away from melbourne <laughs> at the totally. moment for the child like, like i'm therapy, like there are literally no like... limits to what i can do with this little man's body just <laughs> so, i'm so that's terrible so you know yeah. what i
1: mean and i can just imagine him like cracking up like while his he like, is while you're he's his living limbs. his
0: sweet life he's like i didn't know i could do the splits i'm like you're too oh. every two year old can do the splits <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've just been doing that and um, you know, trying to stay sane around my family. Love them to bits, but mm. I think anyone sort of, you know, I feel like a lot of people are in my position, anyone who's decided to stay with their family for a little bit is going to have to make a few adjustments and realise what it's like mm. to live with their family again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well,
0: thank you. Both I that was for interesting. Yeah, you had something to say to me anyway. <laughs> we'll find out if anyone else finds it interesting, won't we? we'll listen I mean, maybe <laughs> you listen to you. that's how this podcast is going to continue it's just you two are going to listen to yourselves like on repeat on like Spotify i want to get back to that bit that i said
1: <laughs> jack just like makes his own supercar of just him <laughs> 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 not even the questions
0: <laughs> blah 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 blah, 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 blah. <laughs> jack talks you know <laughs> blah, 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 blah 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 blah
1: more 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 space 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: thank you both so much for coming on and having a chat with me it's been a really great pleasure our pleasure Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the content, remember to subscribe and follow us on social media with the handle at Citizen Theatre AU to stay in touch regarding upcoming productions and events. For any further information, visit us at www.citizentheatre.com.au.